Love you, Pick'em fans. Welcome back. Hope everybody is staying safe and entertained during quarantine. Today we got Kim Jordan, legendary rugger, KJ Colorado, Jimberly Corden, whatever you want to call her. She walks the guys through her great playing career in the Colorado area from her high school days at Swarm to big college games at CSU and eventually coaching and playing for the Marauders Men's Club. Kim's a total badass. She's one of the good eggs. We can't thank her enough for coming on to Rugby Pick'em. And uh, this one's a fun one. Uncle Johnny's really on one. Enjoy. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Do it. Four. Three. Welcome back, Rugby Pick'em Faithful. We have Kim Jordan in studio, the lovely and talented KJ of iHeart Kim Jordan fame. Jim Corden, Jimberly Jabroni. Many shirts and many buttons, buttons, sticker. Many buttons, many shirts, many buttons. Oh, yeah. And we're so happy to have you in studio. We also got BT. Yo. We've got Tommy Nopix. That's me. And we got our producer, Florida Man. It's good to be back, guys. <laughs> it's good to see the Florida Man crawl out of the woodwork every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Florida Man with the flow. He looks good. He's cold. He looks good. good flow. Looks good. He's got the winter growth. Feeling good. Gotta yeah. stay warm. Gotta keep warm. Yeah. yeah, KJ, thanks for joining us. It's been a long time oh, coming. We're so happy to have you. Yeah. And how about we talk some rugby? Yeah. Let's Specifically, do it. rugby. In the Kim Jordan world, which is pickup teams, social rugby, mm-hmm. serious rugby. She crosses over and trains with men's squad. She's a badass. She kind of looks like Kara Dunn in the new Mandalorian series, <laughs> who was a rebel dropper. Yeah, um, well, yep, got to do it all, you know? And might I say about Kim Jordan, since we are not... Wait, I got. Okay, say that one, Tommy. Kim, why don't you tell us the first time you ever got a rugby ball in your hand? What swayed you to join the great sport that is rugby? (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I was lucky to start um, rugby my senior year of high school. Actually, I had played volleyball mainly before that, and then also ran track. um, Kind of trained with the cross country kids, a bunch of different stuff, Um, but just kind of got sick of it in a way um also might have gotten kind of kicked off the volleyball squad what up for discussion there johnny are (laughs) are you hearing a little millennial attitude come out of this corner no because that's just a throwaway word that (laughs) old people say how old are you what are you talking about i mean trust me i have the same same millennial attitude Mm -hmm. trying to get kicked off teams left and right but uh misunderstood really is how i'd put it but essentially yes so crossover athlete which tends to translate well to rugby this is true um yeah so how did you get kicked off the volleyball team i mean okay technically i didn't get kicked off but you know it just i think it worked out well for them and for me to just kind of part our uh, separate ways my yeah. junior year it was a mutual breakup yeah, yeah yeah totally Cool. Um, you know, I needed to adjust my attitude, probably as Harpo would say. Um, the attitude <laughs> came, adjusters. Yeah, I would have done well on the attitude adjusters squad, I think, at that point. But 
Um, I mean, I still love the, the sport of volleyball. I definitely still play pickup. But I think I was just looking for something more. Um, you know, in women's sports, I feel like there's not always a great opportunity to like, I mean, I don't know, at least for me, I'll just say for me personally, I just, I think I needed to get maybe a little bit more aggression out or like still kind of figure out myself. And so senior, I go into senior year, not really having a sport for like the first time in my life. I mean, I've played soccer since I was two and then like random other sports. So, um, I was really fortunate enough that, um, at my school, there was some women starting up a rugby team. Only one girl had played before. What school was this? Uh, this is Chatfield, and the team was Swarm Rugby. So, what does Swarm stand for? Like a pack of bees. Say something about Swarm earlier. What? So, something women's. Well, it's an acronym, Tommy. And, South, and yeah. West. Nope. We can, but this is fun. So if you waited, we, we could say it. Uh, um. <laughs> Kim, what's the SWARM acronym? Southwest Area Rugby Management. Some I can't remember the M. I'm gonna have to look LLC. that up. I should know this. Either way, uh, Tom, the reason I brought up SWARM is yeah, they're still here and active in Denver. And for the listeners' reference, Kim, you're um, what a decade removed from that high school mm -hmm. career. Yeah, that was 2006. So they've clearly so. done well. You know, it's almost 15 years since then. Uh, they're still relevant. They're still present. Yeah. Of course, I'm always going to puff the chest of the Denver area high school rugby um, yeah. because I think it's one of the, not just Denver area, the Colorado in general is one of the best run state provinces rugby wise. State provinces. Uh, <laughs> regions, whatever the hell you want to talk about, Johnny. That's how we got Johnny here. Words. <laughs> um, either is, way, consistently. KJ yeah. started with the Swarm in their inaugural year. What was the yeah. word you used? You, you weren't willing to say you were a founder, but no. you were on the year of the first team. <laughs> I was on the founding squad, but I was not one of the initial founders. And this was for the women's side. So they did have the men's team um, prior, but... I actually wasn't part of the squad the first match, which is kind of cool. Um, I went out and watched the girls. And then after finding out that, like, everything's the same with the men's game, you know, same pitch, ball size, rules, all of that, um, I thought it was a really cool sport. So I asked how I could join and then played in the next match and kind of figured it out from there. And what was that one girl's name? I think we skipped over before Tommy got excited about Swarm. <laughs> Who founded the club? Who yeah. got it started? So Amanda Edwards. Um, she Shout was a out. Junior. Grassroots. Yeah. Yes. And her sister, um, Sarah Edwards, now yeah. married. Also, she plays on the Aussie Rules um, rugby teams in the, or Australian Rules football. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Aussie Rules. Yeah. yeah. But Amanda, te like, mm. technically started it for Chatfield. She was the only junior. And then a bunch of us senior girls from, like, soccer, volleyball, softball like basketball a bunch of girls that were i think just looking for something different um awesome. all came together and had a like kick-ass first season so that was really cool what made see. it fun what was the glue that got the team going um i don't know maybe because it was like senior year and we just all wanted to kind of like it, we also kind of dominated the powder puff football game which is really funny but we actually so chatfield plays columbine 
which is different. So you play the two senior years play each other. So that was kind of cool too that we could be like the rugby girls, even though it's just flag football. Yeah, but you, could but, you know, physical. come in and like, yeah, exactly. It gets physical. Cool. But I've been to a powder puff game where a couple of pigtails were were pulled pretty oh, yeah. hard. It yeah. can be intense Shit for sure. Rough. I mean, we had plays like we practiced for a month, which was kind of funny. Um, which is, but also badass. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, just an awesome like group of girls overall um, that got along really well. Like, just wanted to figure out a new sport together and play hard. So yeah, still friends with a few of them today. And awesome. yeah, just good rugby. Attitudes. Rugby lifelong friendships and relationships. You'll have to see it. <laughs> well, that's what that's it. what we're out here for. Mm. It's great. And yeah, Powderpuff's got nothing on rugby, but. You eventually played at the college level. Yes. Colorado correct. State University. Yes. Shout out, Foco. Produced a lot of good rugby talent. I mean, don't make me go through the list. Ben Pinkelman, <laughs> Olympian. You're going through the list right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking ben about? Pinkelman. <laughs> he didn't even let me get to Logan Collins. Either way, you know what I'm CSU Rams. Yep. What did it mean to you? Who was your favorite teammates? And why did that kind of seal what was a great high school career into like I'm going to be a lifelong rugby person because college yeah. usually does it for most well and what was kind of crazy too um is that going into college rugby I was actually intimidated I was like okay obviously these girls are top talent they've probably you know played for years before so I wasn't and like I couldn't quite make the first few practices I, I think I was taking like a scuba diving class or something so it was like in the evening of course um, so <laughs> Before so I, <laughs> just gotta bang out my scuba sets real quick. Well, when I show up to something, I like to show up like full force and be a hundred percent committed. So I was at, like wavering a little bit because I was like, can't make you know the first few practices. Maybe that shows I'm not serious enough, or you know these girls are probably yeah like you know well well practiced. Um, you know, come to find out throughout my rugby career that it's never too late to join, and anyone that's ever interested in it, um, any point in time can join. So. Um, so I'm really glad I ended up hanging out with the, the CSU crowd um, and got involved right away my freshman year. Um, There's some pretty good, pretty good talent that came through there, eh? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I played with some, I mean, awesome humans in general, but also uh, we, I mean, got to play against definitely like USA Eagles, um, played with a lot of like the U-20s. A lot of the girls came from Summit High School. Um, just, yeah, really top talent all around. So great opportunities there. Um, Do you have one game that you just never forget, always remember? Either you played lights out or your team overcame some crazy deficit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely have a few. Date, but, time, and score. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, one that's just kind of sticking out to me is probably going to be my senior year. Uh, first year that CSU women's rugby goes to Sweet 16, so we're up in Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Twin Cities. Oh, well, they did you bring up your drill to put a hole in the ice, you know, and oh, yeah. drop a line in if it was winter. Oh, sure, bud. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> um, so, th I mean, the way that we got there was, you know, crazy. We, we were playing CU. Um, they were lined up perfectly for a kick, ended up missing it. So that kind of that took us to the next level. That was at regional. So now we're at Sweet 16s. Um, we get completely blown out by Navy. I mean, they're an amazing rugby team, yeah. and that was nuts. So that's our first round. And then um, we're actually playing UCLA in our second match, and it's just 
tight, like a, I don't know, like we're all both fighting like tooth and nail. Everyone's exhausted. Um, I think we were at like our five meter line, you know, trying to hold him back. Um, my friend Lindsay, who's an absolute badass and used to be on the track team, luckily, at CSU. I don't know how we do it, but we like open open up a spot for her and then she just takes off down the field. Like we don't even have like energy to like to support. We're like, just keep going. Don't so stop smart. running. So I think I want to say, I can't remember the score off the top of my head, but it was literally that score. Um, game so winning try. Game winning try, you know, like last few minutes of the game, that kind of thing. So cool. it was cool at Sweet 16 like, you know, not expecting crazy results by any means, but being able to beat like UCLA, which is a well-established uh, rugby team to kind of get us, I think, you know, up in that top 10 spot for that year. That's awesome. So that comes to mind. Yeah. Influential teammate, I think you asked me about. I will say um, my really good friend, Sarah Rossi. Um, Rossi. Is it Italian or? Yes. Okay. Very much Italian. Yeah, but there's one R. <laughs> well, in my head, I, it could be that or R A W C E Y Rossi. So, uh, who are some like key players? Some people that stood out to you from that experience, like from college? Yes, a lot. I mean, a lot of people, like I mentioned, I've played with that are amazing, amazing humans. Um, one person that I really enjoy playing with um, is Sarah Rossi. She is a Denver firefighter now, which is extremely badass. Um, but we actually started freshman year at CSU together in the fall. And then we were the two seniors that graduated that played all four years together. So she was captain for at least two of those years. And then on the board with me, I was president for like two and a half, three years, which is crazy. Um, but she always had like great energy awesome on the field like you could trust her with like she played fullback wing mainly so you could kind of trust her with you know all those tasks and um like i said great energy but also like that kind of calming energy too that you always want to like right. play with and good communicator about. oh yeah yeah from the back yeah what super positions dynamic were you playing in college mostly um so funny enough in high school i actually thought i was a back um As so i did that do. for a minute I uh, show up at CSU and I was like, yeah, I can, you know, I can play center and all this, like these, you know, well sought out positions. So of course, you know, my freshman year, I'm all sad. I'm not getting like crazy amounts of playing time. Um, and then my coach comes over to me because I, you know, like to rock a lot, <laughs> like to kind of uh, get in the middle of the action and ask me if I wanted to play flanker. We only played tens in high school. So it was like, sure, what's that? Um, so he kind of had to walk me through it a little bit, but then once I got used to it, I was like, oh, this is awesome. There's not too many rules. You can kind of <laughs> do what you want. Um, so I mainly would say that I played blindside, flanker, um, and then also locked, which was great. Um, towards the end of my time at CSU, I also played eight man and then um, also got to be jumper, which was really nice. cool. You and that yourself a line out specialist. I, yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> um, yeah. Specialist. Yeah. Put that exactly. on your resume. <laughs> wow. I should. Awesome. I should. I mean, the the men's team, the the Marauders, I practiced with. I was initial. I was kind of helping out and line out coach, if you will, oh. for a little bit there. 
Um, well, tell us about where you went with your playing career after college. I So I played for the Urfu Select Sides for a little bit, as well as West Select Sides um, right after college, which was really, really awesome experience. Uh, we got to go out to Pittsburgh and play a bunch of different teams. Um, so West Select Sides is going to have people from... Colorado, Nebraska, you know, a bunch of girls from Texas. Uh, I think we might have had people from Utah. So, like, all over, right? The West. Yeah. Um, so, top talent individuals. So, it was really cool to be uh, selected to play with them and got to kind of um, move around a few times based on what positions needed and opened up. Uh, so, that was great. And then ended up playing with the Boulder Babes there for a little bit. Awesome group of individuals. The babes. Yeah. Babes. I did. I um, I first was introduced to the Babes actually when I was still in college. I went to Aspen Rugger Fest for the first time and was sitting on the sidelines, hanging out with a few friends with like a pack of beer. Um, yeah, I think I was old enough to drink, yeah. So we were hanging out, um, super amped that I, and I've heard that it was like one of the first women's matches that they had at Ruggerfest. I'm not sure if that's the case. I'm sure they had it teams back in the day as well playing. Um, but the babes were playing Mesa State actually, and they needed some additional players. So my friend Jane from CSU actually saw me on the sidelines and she was like, I already got some hot water. I've got a mouthpiece. I've got boots. I've got shorts. Like you're playing. Okay. Yeah, she exactly. Was ready so with the whole kid. Like, ah, here you go. Exactly. And excuses. You can't really you can't say no to that. Right. <laughs> so it was a really cool opportunity. I got to play with my friend Natalie. Um, we had like a list of demands essentially, though, because we had to play CU the next weekend. So we were like, we're only going to play wing. Because at that point in time, I thought that was apparently an easy position. It <laughs> is definitely not. Um, but. <laughs> Got to play on the wing. They didn't. I also got to jump in line out, so I'd kind of run across the field and then um, moved it out to me. Scored a try and then was able to kick my own conversion kick. So what? it was a really cool tournament. And then it was cool since I had a good experience with the Boulder Babes. So I actually played a few seasons with them right out of college since I was kind of living in the Boulder area. Right. Yeah. Great home pitch too. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. The Boulder Babes are they still a club? Oh yeah. I've never heard of the Bullet Babes. They are awesome. And actually, I will say, um, if you're in the Boulder area, you should definitely check out the Boulder Babes. Um, I mean, they, they do a bunch of different events, awesome humans. And I th think they are actually planning a Europe trip like later this fall. I think the, the men's team, the women's team, and the old boys. Old boys, yeah, they tour pretty well. Yeah. So you yeah. should Whoa. get involved and maybe go with them to Europe because, mm. you know, why not? Yeah, Europe's a great place. I like Europe. <laughs> so talk about your, like, coaching. So what got you into yes. coaching and what's the story there? I mean, that's a loose term, loose coaching. Term. Come on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of respect for, you know, head coaches and people that are really trying to organize, you know, a lot of people at once and figuring out drills and kind of adapting um, to everyone's different skill sets and, you know, who shows up to practice and all of that. So um, I've never been a head coach or anything like that. It was more, I I enjoy, if new, new people are wanting to learn something or wanting to learn a new position, just being available and kind of walking them them through that and like being supportive in that sense. So um, with the Marauders though, is they're pretty funny about it. I mean, they're an awesome group and super supportive. And I just had some ideas that like, 
It could be, let's try something different with the line out. So kind of walking them through that or we'd all kind of work through it. So that's why I say coach is very a loose term. Uh-huh. It's just more fun to like work well with other people or just be like, hey, did you think about trying it this way? See if that right. works for you. Right. And the Marauders is a men's club, a yes. D3 men's club. Yes. Uh, based where? So there were the Northside Marauders, and right now we practice up in Superior at Williamsfield. Awesome. Um, but we kind of serve that area, you know, in between Boulder and Denver. Um, we've got a lot of guys from like Thornton, um, Westminster, Broomfield, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, just trying to be available for whoever's interested. And, you know, if brand new people want to come out and try it, um, you know, we've got a lot of people from all over in different areas too. Um, but yeah, we went from D4 last year to D3 this year, which is nice. pretty awesome. I'm Congratulations, coach. Uh, what's the, <laughs> so what's the experience like coaching a men's club? So it's awesome. I mean, it's more, gosh, and I'm not not even really a coach, honestly. I'm really, I'm just like a teammate and just enjoy running around with them, um, you know, keeping up my fitness in between tournaments, that kind of thing. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a fun, you know, I'm kind of part, I was part of the board as well. It's just nice when you have opinions and people actually want to listen to them, I guess, um, with that group. So overall, like a great crew and all, su- all super receptive. And you've played with ideas. them in rugby matches. One rugby match, technically, yes. How did um, that go? Tell me about this. Uh... <laughs> well, I think you guys might have been there. I know the Barbos played right after. Um, so this was this was pretty cool. The guys were pretty excited about it. So Idaho is our president, and um, it was a big idea of his. So. It was an official league match. Our board signed off on it. Uh, we played against the Rush, the all-inclusive men's, uh, men's team in Denver. So their board signed off on it, and then we talked to the ref ahead of time. So we kind of had low numbers uh, during that match. Um, I think our coach actually had to play too. Um, I think it was just a weird time in the season. Um, so I really only went in for like the last like 10 minutes of the match, and... Uh, needless to say, I was scared shitless and was like, I have no business being in a fence match right now. Was, so, there, any, was, <laughs> was there any moment particular or was there every moment that you all felt like... All of the like moments. Of, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, so what was really funny, you know, I had all my gear on and like, you know, and I'm trying to grab my mouth guard like out of my pocket and I'm like, my hands are shaking and I just kind of like throw it up in the air and I'm, that's when I was just like, what, the, what am I doing? Like... This is ridiculous. Um, and I actually made uh, one of our teammates, Warner, who was locking, actually go out. Well, no, I think Warner went off, and then the other person that was locking, I made go to the wing because I just didn't want that kind of responsibility. Uh, so I, you know, locked in a few scrums, um, you know, chased the ball. Like, I didn't do anything super crazy. I think I might have rucked off one person and they were a little surprised. I think he was just like on his heels, so I got lucky. Um, you smoked him. <laughs> Did you smoke him? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not really. Don't, don't sell yourself short there. Metaphorical. I mean, it was it was like I appreciate like everybody involved in like you know kind of making that possible. Yeah. I I know a lot of like I mean if you talk about Tina Nesberg, like she's played yeah, in like Tina. multiple men's matches. So this is like kind of homage to that. Nothing yeah. I. It was an awesome experience. Check that box. But, like, yeah. I think I'm good uh, staying Tina, on. Yeah. In honor of Tina. <laughs> our exactly. good friend, yeah. Tina Nesberg. Yes. Um, talk about 
Speaking of Tina, how, how did you meet Tina? What was the first time you met Tina? Tina. Shout out, Tina. Tina. Yes. Um, so I went on a little rugby hiatus right after college and then playing with the Babes. So I can't remember. I was probably out of the game, out of the scene for like four years or something, five years. Um, and then I saw that it was the Aspen Rugger Fest 50th, 50th anniversary. Um, so I was just like, okay, I, I got to just play. I got to get like a touch on the ball at this tournament. And that's actually how I started practicing with the Marauders because they were nearby. And I was like, hey, can I just get in some drills with you guys so I could like remember how to do this? Um, and then stuck around and they couldn't get rid of me. But Tina, I actually met there. Um, I just kind of reached out to to random teams was like, hey, I'll pretty much play any position. You're probably going to want me more as a forward, um, but happy to be on the bench. Just just would love to play and be associated with the team. So um, it's actually like a, Tina, uh, a Turing side that Tina had. Um, didn't know anyone that played on there before, um, but we just kind of bonded right off the bat, like her and then um, my, fr- my good friend Toshdale from Steamboat. Toshi. Toshi. Oh, Tepigo Tosh. Yeah. Um, and Tosh and I actually had a really good play at that tournament. Um, I don't know. I had no I had no business calling for the ball, but I think I was like weak side, flanker. I was like running off. I was just like, yeah, send it on the wing. And like she actually passed it to me and we scored off of it. So like we had a little bromance after that. Um, but Tina was kind of coaching us, playing with us, you know, ex-Eagle and also just awesome human overall. Um, so we just got to, you know, my friends were out of town that I was staying with in Aspen. So we just kind of got to hanging out. Um, most of the time that I was there, I'd help with anything that she needed since she was kind of trying to get, you know, kit together and organize and that kind of thing. Um, don't watch your face around, Tina. You know. That's true. Oh, she's a nibbler. Gotta be. <laughs> God love her. She's a lover and toes. a nibbler and yeah. a tackler. Uh, so yeah, she, I mean, she's had some success with touring sides. So talk about how. Um, you kind of fold like folded into some of those touring sides yeah. or how you got involved or what like um, there's some interesting um, mountain rugby overlaps and concentric circles oh, there's a yeah. specific touring side that has a great name <laughs> and then the world needs to know about what is it I think you're referring to the cougars and kittens <laughs> meow meow um, which is such an awesome crew so this is like it definitely like Tina had this whole idea. Um, it kind of started from like the Cougars, which were like used to be at COU, gosh, Co- Colorado Old Girls, some kind of division from there. Sorry. Yeah. That we start that she started everything from. Um, Tommy just had an acronym moment. Like, yeah. Oh, I just like I, I just remember seeing many tank tops that say Cougars and kittens. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was done? in the middle of Kim speaking in a very. <laughs> No, interrupt me. I feel like I'm talking a lot. This is your podcast. I mean, you're the first female female interviewee on the Rugby Pick'em podcast. First guest. First female guest ever. First female guest ever. Excuse me. Crazy. Breaking the ceilings. We are not recording this in a greenhouse, ladies and gentlemen, so we will be breaking the metaphorical. We are currently breaking the metaphorical glass ceiling no so actual ceiling it's a metaphorical ceiling because we're not in a greenhouse there there's a go. real ceiling above us so continuing on about the cougars kids <laughs> Colorado <laughs> old girls rugby side yes thank you so much cougars but then took cougars and kittens and adopted a bunch of um 
young girls to go yes, with the old girls. Exactly. From the mountains. Dems the kittens. <laughs> from the mountains. So where where's everybody from? Like from a little bit of everywhere? all over. So Tina kind of started this all. Um, so a lot of it's going to be your steamboat charging heifers, mm. um, which is kind of my main team that I play with uh, during like the summer league, which is perfect for me. And then also the Jackson Hole Lady Moose are a big part of that team. Um, as well as like, yeah, people from all over the country in like different areas. Uh, you know, Jackie's up in Bozeman. Beth is um, a huge part of the club now and actually organizing everything. And she's out in Ventura. Beef. Beef, as you know. She's Sorry, lovely. Um, so yeah, they like, everyone's kind of working together on this, um, this initiative, but it's, it's just great. It's kind of bringing a bunch of people together um, that are just, Gosh, I keep using this phrase, but like just good humans that like people that you want to play together on the pitch that are dynamic as well as like that, you know, that'll have your back off the pitch as well. And just want to have a good time, play some damn good rugby. And have the best kit in the business. Rugby. Best this damn is true. kit in the business. Yes, Cougars our and shorts are, is are pretty good. Fire. Yes. And I think Beef does have some if people want to purchase the shorts. Where's the um, Beef? Where's the Beef? So, folks, I'm going to take this time to let you know that in 2020, one of our resolutions is to utilize the voicemail line. We want to hear from the fans. We have a caller who has a question for Kim. But first, let me just tell you, we don't ask you to subscribe, rate, or review. We don't pepper you with ads because we can't be bought. John and I can't be bought. We're setting the lines here. I mean, we never have, never will. Never have, never will. So call the voicemail line this whole season. Save in your phone right now. 720-259-8825. That's 720-259-8825. Tommy, we're we're making <laughs> your new goal is to make a catchy tune to Ooh. so that we can emblazon it into oh. everybody's head. Okay. Like okay. cars for kids in New yeah. York. Okay? Seven two zero two five nine. episode, I will have it. I will have the tone. Two five. Sorry. Let's hit the voicemails. Hey, this is Jody from San Diego. Big rugby Great question, Joni. Thank you for that. Um, barriers to entry. I think if people are interested, but maybe don't necessarily know how to get involved, I think that's where I'm going to take this. Um, you just have to look for local teams to play for. And then honestly, if there's not someone nearby, always you know start a club yourself. I think um, a lot of the men's teams, I will say, especially in like Colorado or in, in general, like touring sides are usually very supportive. Um, and will help you with like different resources if that's a route that you want to go. Um, but like I kind of mentioned earlier, it's really cool with the with the women's teams that I think most people are, you know, very inviting. That if you're interested in rugby, if you if you do want to get involved, if you want to play and try it out, if it's not necessarily your thing, but you still want to support the team, um, you know, most te- teams everyone needs fans and resources and support and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, there's there's plenty of different ways, but I always try like if people are interested, especially depending on their area, I always try and make sure to give them resources that are specific to them and call out like specific people to reach out to because I get it can be a little bit intimidating, um, especially if you don't necessarily know what you're getting involved in. But 
don't know, get some cleats and just get out there and yeah. try it out. Reach out to a club. Yeah. And uh, see what's good. Yeah, summon the Googs. Look up a local it's, sports team. It starts with sports one text, team. right? Yeah, exactly. To whoever is posting online as their club representative. Like you said, if it's that if it's not available and you're in a rural part of the country, then it's a bit more challenging because you got to start a club and you got to be gritty and build it up from the bottom up. But a lot of room for fields, rural. <laughs> oh, Tommy, you bring up a good point. It's very rural. There's no field issues. Yes. Kim, do you have any questions for us? You know, us sitting here with all our professionalism oh, yeah. and all of our great knowledge and wisdom to to give back. Yeah, Devin can see I'm seething with sarcasm <laughs> over there. Florida man didn't like that question. Uh, well, yeah, so maybe he, maybe the question should be directed to Devin. <laughs> to Devin specifically, I mean. Sorry, Florida man, Dev. Florida man, um, Devin. I mean, what is your favorite thing about rugby? Like, what keeps you coming back? You know, wanting more. Well, it's unlike any other game or sport that I've played in my life. Uh, the level of competition um, and, and the intensity is just bar none. Um, and, and aside from that, just the camaraderie and the community around it. Yeah. And I think the latter probably more than the former. Totally. Three Cs. Yeah. Competition, camaraderie, community. Sure. We just made a freaking slogan out of that answer. <laughs> we'll, we'll sell it in a coaching clinic. Just remember your three C's. Dev, I honestly <laughs> had that in my notes. So, same lines. You had, wait, what? About community and camaraderie. Those are the exact words that I have. Um, competition. And competition, yes. I mean, it's cool. The people that did you I get to meet. Did I just use a generic answer? I either I use spat out complete bullshit <laughs> generic <laughs> answers no, or we, we're on to something and we need to like brand it and sell it to CEOs in a 48. We're not for sale. That's what, 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 what <laughs> thing we're Cut that bit. Cut that sale. last bit. Cut that last bit. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I think that's a big part for me. Like the rugby community. I, you know, kind of mentioned before, I practice with a men's team, but I, you know, I, I kind of tried to quit rugby a few times and realized that that wasn't quite possible, but came back and just wanted to play, you know, more in tournaments and like really yeah. be choosy about who I'm playing with and like where I'm playing. But um, yeah, the, the community and like the people I've gotten to meet and like the places that I've traveled all around the world, right. just based on like people that I met one time at a tournament and then stayed with them for, you know, rugby world cup at, for San Francisco at sevens, yeah. that kind of stuff that it's just... I've never seen anything like that for me personally. I mean, obviously, I'm very much in the rugby community, but that to it's me is just so cool. Like, you're instantly family. Like, yeah. you prove yourself. Like, you don't even have to really, like, quote, prove yourself, but just, like, yeah. be a decent person, show up. And, and then you're welcomed you're... completely into the family. Yeah. Like, you're in. So well, cool. Well, how would you describe the difference between, like, playing competitive rugby and playing tournament style, like Mountain League and tournament rugby? What are. What are some of the things that you love about the essence of, like, tournament rugby? Yeah. Well, I mean, off the bat, you just get a little bit more time to heal, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I mean, you are playing, you know, back-to-back, -back, but um, the the different teams that you get to play, like, the off-the-field kind of stuff that I love, too. And granted, I'm, I don't really feel like I'm cut out for a full 80 minutes anymore, so it's nice to kind of play that tournament style, even though in one day you might be playing, you know, 
well over 80 minutes, right. especially right. at Rugger Fest. I think we had like five different matches that are like a good, you know, 30 minutes a half each time. So, um, but it's just, like I said, it's just cool just depending on the different people that you get to play with and the different areas that you get to go um, and kind of check out, yeah, different different parts of the country. So like your like, rugby circle not? kind of fingers out into like, you, you get to play with so many different people from so many different places that yeah. you grow your circle exponentially when you're going and playing in tournaments. And exactly. And like the themes involved and like, you know, yeah, people from all over and everyone that gets involved. Um, it's just pretty, pretty amazing. So yeah. Kim, you're a jet setter. You yes. like to travel, like to travel. Get on the road. What's the, what's the best, your favorite rugby city? that you visited, big or small, anywhere in the world? That's a good question. Uh, can I pick a country instead of a city? You can, you can start with, <laughs> let's start with the country. Okay, that, cool. uh, your favorite rugby country, like culture-wise. Yes. Um, so my first little tour down to New Zealand was pretty amazing. Um, I actually got to go to the second test of the Blood of Slow Cup. Um, all Blacks versus Australia, as you know. Good pronunciation yes. there. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> what did you think? Um, oh. <laughs> so you were there for Bledisloe too, huh? <laughs> yes, I was. Oh, who could forget? Um, crazy, right? Which is on the... <laughs> on the... Um, what what is year that? was this again? Oh, gosh. The, when, what, this is a few years ago. 20, was this 2014? It, sorry, it's on that All or Nothing, like the Amazon Prime yeah. documentary. Like it was you that, was, that the, game. You were on the All was, or Nothing documentary? <laughs> no. Did we, I, I was at that match. Kim I was, <laughs> no, that, I believe, so that was, no, Kim, no, I'll help I'm you just out. Saying. That was summer of 18. Right, that sounds better. I was uh, there for uh, Blues defeating the Lions, no big deal. Suck it, Europe. Oh. Can't, even, can't even beat the worst team in, in New Zealand Super Rugby. Wow. Terrible. Yeah. Strong words. Yeah. I was getting yeah. on the piss with rat, rat Bag and his dad. <laughs> Old Larry Herzog. So we'll look for you, uh, Kim, in the credits for all her No, I was... So, Kim, I got I'm, a couple questions for you. Yep. Right. Tell me. Yeah, let's all go. Right. Let's get there. What is your favorite tournament to play in today? Because I know you like to play tournaments. No yes. Tournament today. There's a lot of tournaments. <laughs> uh, not Going today, on, but in, in today. So... Oh, gosh, that's a tough one because there's so many cool tournaments. But one of the ones I absolutely love is actually Teton Tens up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. um, what's <laughs> what's awesome about that tournament? So it's um, you know Steamboat Cowpie, also amazing, and like I love Aspen Rugger Fest. But what what's kind of truly special about Teton Tens is you know, we only play on one pitch, so everyone's supporting each other, uh, men's and women's teams, and you know, you all party together. I mean, there's this a beautiful, amazing pitch, obviously. Mm. Um, Field of Dreams, if you will. One of, I know there's other, yeah. but this one's truly gorgeous. Those Alaska, those Alaska bros just, uh, <laughs> they're just all clenched. Yeah. I mean, this, there can be multiple. But this field is dreamy. Very dreamy, very dreamy. dreamy. The dreamiest, I would say. Um, they have an awesome clubhouse. So then, you know, after you play, 
you all camp out at the pitch and, you know, have like a dance party together. Like the Jackson Hole Moose, which is another team that I'd consider family. We, you know, I've played with the women's team in um, Vegas Sevens. So Vegas Sevens. Yeah. Which, saw you there. Yep. Tommy and I had some fun times it's in good, Vegas. It's a good Vegas. R.I.P. Vegas R.I.P. For I now. know. For now. Yeah. So sad. LA, the L.A. Yeah. contract's only four We years. all, I, like, well, honestly, we all burned too many of our nine lives in mm-hmm. the, the Vegas Seven. Yeah. So it's probably, it's all right that it shifts. And then, then, and then it'll come, maybe circle back to a well, different I heard a lot of teams... For the amateur tournament, are not entering the LA Sevens. Denver Sevens is not entering. Uh, Tiger Rugby is not entering. That's disappointing to hear. It, it, it's a leap of faith, right? Because it's an event that hasn't been run yet. Yeah. So you don't know what you're getting for your money, whereas you kind of knew what the deal was when, in Vegas. You're playing on those kind of tough course, short grass fields, mm-hmm. and it's usually cold. But you get to play the final in the stadium cool. if you make it. Cool. Yeah. Back to the Kim Jordan interview. <laughs> Where's the most obscure place you played rugby? Like most far flung. Oh geez. Well, okay. So I I don't know. Including if this anything counts? touch training. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Cool. So um, actually, two days ago, technically, I was in Turks and Caicos, and I got to do a little training with their um, men's national team, the Flamingos. Casuals. <laughs> awesome. They're doing some off season. Um, training right now and my good friend David that I was staying with um, invited me to to just come run around. I did not have proper uh, rugby boots so I was definitely (laughs) sliding around the pitch a lot but um, the guys were awesome. I mean it was super fun to to get a little run around so if that (laughs) yeah i think that qualifies (laughs) yeah okay just casual two days ago um, yeah on the beach you know yeah exactly Love it. Yeah. It'll take you anywhere, eh? <laughs> well, All right, what's next, Jet Setter? What's your next big trip? Oh, geez. Well, like rugby-wise, um, I'm going to go to Savannah for the first time. Beauty. Um, I'm still not quite sure if I'm going to play or not. I just have to go there for work. I have to go to Charlotte. Um, yeah, that means you're playing. Get to go. That, that definitely means you're playing. Um, the Savannah-St. Patrick's Day tournament, uh, held, uh, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful tournament. Savannah with the Spanish moss hanging from the trees. I love, love Spanish moss, John. Love, love it. It's better than the French moss. Because the French moss is just basically like mold around their cheese. Is that an acronym? Yeah. But Savannah is a great tournament. You'll love it. You yeah. will play because if you're saying you might play, you're definitely going to play. I was going to bring my boots and just casually hang out and see. But some tries. I also need to go to like a client visit so I can't get too beat up. But it's actually cheaper for me to fly out early and fly into Savannah. And then I'm going to just take a little road trip up to Charlotte and... Do some work stuff for love a few days the plan, from there. Love it when a plan comes together. There. Yeah. All right. Come tell us, tell us about these shorts that you guys wear for the cougars, <laughs> for the cougars, and, cougars kittens. and kittens. And also your cow shorts. I want to hear about those. Oh yeah, great. I've got just a great. Um, gosh, I have so many rugby shorts actually. So cougars and kittens are great. Um, so one of my one of my teammates that is actually an Aspen local, Corey Ann. She won the like Aspen Rugger Fest photo contest last year when we first debuted these these beautiful shorts, and she, I think she won um, like a three night stay at a hotel in Aspen, which what? is hilarious because she's a local. Um, 
so essentially it was this uh you know it's just Corianne standing there in her rugby gear looking looking great um but the, you know this big cougar essentially on the front of the shorts it's um, a good look it's a good look yeah we'll, it's uh we'll post that on our uh you know podcast post yeah very intimidating you know while you're run, there, running down the pitch wow. and then an um, action shot too it's like yeah and then this year, Beth was organizing and really wanted to get like a, a set of team jerseys, which I think is great. Like the biggest thing that we kind of were thinking with Cougars and Kittens is that we want everyone to be able to play um, and not have to worry about like overall cost too much, especially with Kit. So you buy your shorts, but then you get to, you know, use your use your jersey for the day and then give it back. So nice. um, I got to kind of help with the design of our jersey, which is kind of cool. It's got some claw marks on it. I got like the snow leopard print on the sleeves, so it's pretty slick. Like it goes well with the shorts, I will say, which is you know always a good look. You always want to stand out a little bit at these rugby tournaments when exciting you can. Exciting times, <laughs> exciting times. Just look up the cougars and kittens if you're down for a fun touring side. Quick Google image search wouldn't, yes. wouldn't do you any harm. For sure, and we will be at Maggot Fest this year in Missoula, so that's the third weekend in May. So come hang out. Bichet and I like to go to. Maggot fest. We're festers. We're kind of fest kids, you know? Yeah. We just bring you back to college. We're fest kids, yeah. Yeah, very much. If you want to feel like a hippie back in the 70s, go to Maggot Fest, play a couple games, and then get into some trouble. It's fun. Yeah. We have a pretty good theme this year, so come find a a cougar or a kitten and uh, see see how it all goes down. Our post got a Maggot Fest mug. In all in every state across the country or something like this. Tell me the actual quote he said. I don't know. Well, that was like Tommy no picks. Basically, you got a little something, but it didn't mean anything. Kim, I really do want to thank you for coming on. Tommy jokes about the glass ceiling, but we, this has what been a year in the works yes, of trying to get you to be the first female on because we get, or at least I get, the most exposure to female rugby through you. Well, I'll give a shout out. So Johnny Warner coached the Denver Black Ice team, and they actually have this abstract drag performance on February 8th. So go. Yeah, I need to go. It's such a good show. February 8th. Oh, my God. Go support your local hooker. It's such a good show, you guys. It's like, where's it going to be? Production. Yeah. Great. I think, what is it? Your mom's house? Your mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know where that Pretty is. Pretty catchy. Ask Lynn Hill, the president, you know who also plays mo- on Cougars and Kittens. Yep. She's got the deets. So if you're interested in Take rugby or you want to support rugby. Or interested in drag. Show up. Tweet. All of it. The deets. Drag, blood. We'll tweet it. Tweet we'll bands, tweet it. Everything. Deets. Kim Jordan, thank, thank you. Truly honored. Thanks, thank Kim. You. Thanks, guys. Johnny, thanks for not killing me. <laughs> the night is young. They've made it through another podcast. <laughs> Pick him. <laughs> All right, we got our shot. That's I'll it. give it to you. Thanks for not killing me. <laughs> the night is young. As well. It's just nice when you have opinions and people actually want to listen to them, I guess. 
my good friend Toshdale from Steamboat. Toshi! Toshi! Oh, Tepico Tosh. Yeah. Got a room for fans, bro. <laughs> uh, my friend Lindsay, who's an absolute badass. Three C's. Competition, camaraderie, community. Sure. We just made a freaking slogan out of that answer. <laughs> many buttons. Many shirts, many buttons. Yeah. Kim, what's the SWARM acronym? Southwest Area Rugby Management. Some, I can't remember the app. I'm going to have to look LSA. that up. I should know this. That are just, gosh, I can't use this phrase, but like just good humans that like like a three-night stay at a hotel in Aspen, which what? is hilarious because she's a local. Um, ben, which what? Is, ben, which what? Is, um, Don't watch your face around, Tina. That's true. Oh, she's a nibbler. God love her. She's a <laughs> lover and toes. a nibbler and yeah. a tackler. Uh, so yeah, she, I mean, she's had some success with touring sides. So talk about how. Like what keeps you coming back, you know, wanting more? Well, it's unlike any other game or sport that I've played in my life. <laughs> 720-259-8825. That's 720-259-8825. I mean, we had plays that we practiced for a month, which was kind of funny, um, which is, but also badass. So I couldn't quite make the first few practices. I, I think I was taking like a scuba diving class or something. So it was like in the evening, of course. Um, so... <laughs> So come hang out. Bichet and I like to go to Maggot Fest. We're festers. We're kind of fest kids, you know? Yeah. It brings you back to college. We're fest kids, yeah. Yeah, very much. Well, (laughs) most Americans say bloods, bloods so, like Drew bloods so, but it is bloods is slow. Good good talk. Good. Well, I'm going to... Johnny hates when you interrupt you, so I'm going to stop. No, I think it's good. No, but we need it, some it, banter. It, it drives Johnny inside. Oh, his skin's <laughs> crawling. <laughs> it's a metaphorical ceiling because we're not in a greenhouse. There There's a go. real ceiling above us. <laughs> Our post got a MAGAFest mug in, all cro- in every state across the country or something like this. Tell me the actual quote he said. I don't know. Know your role.